Today we are beginning a brand new series on um, Acts of, of Mercy. For the next three weeks, we're going to have a focus on how we live our life out in the world, um, in the way in which Christ invites us to do so, and even more than that, in worship over the next three Sundays, counting today, we'll be doing things in and after worship that will make a difference in the world. Next week, I want to make sure you invite others to join with you because we'll be thinking about, talking about, and then living out the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. We're after worship next week. Together as a family of faith, we will make lunches for the homeless immediately and quickly and easily, but as a way of living that out as a community of faith. And then on the 29th, right after Thanksgiving, I'm going to invite you to bring water and have it here in the sanctuary, and we'll be delivering those to places like Flint that still need clean water. Acts of mercy. We get this idea from the scriptures when Jesus teaches us in places like this from the Sermon on the Mount. A reading from Matthew 5. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Would you join with me in a word of prayer? And gracious and loving God, we ask you to do that inward work that only you can do to help us each day to be created more and more in your image, each day to feel your power in our hearts, and each day to allow our witness to reflect more about you than ourselves. All this we dare to ask because you make it possible. You invite us to do so. And humbly we put ourselves to that task today in the name of Christ our Lord. Amen. Sermon on the Mount, you've heard it. You've heard of it. Let me just remind you of a few things you probably already know. It's found here in Matthew in the very early part of Jesus' ministry. It goes on for three chapters, and it is as if Jesus, before he starts out in the ministry, wants to lay it all out. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. Let me tell you what I'm going to be about. Let me tell you what I'm going to invite you to be about if you want to follow me. So he starts off with the Beatitudes. You remember them, right? Blessed are the poor and hungry. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the peacemakers and so on. I'll let you read it, Matthew 5. And then he begins to talk specifically about how does that take shape as we live our lives. And here in Matthew 5, in the section I just asked Megan to read to you, he begins to talk about how we're called to relate to others in the world in a way which is a radical way different than anything that happened before in human history. In this passage, as Megan began, it says this, you've heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And that comes from an understanding of, of the Torah. 
And some folks have taken that, the Torah being uh, Jewish law, uh, going back to the time of Moses. And some people have taken that to say, boy, the Jews were all about really being mean and vengeful, but that's really not true. Because before Moses laid down this law, the idea was if you hurt me, I'm going to annihilate all of you. And so in saying an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, they believed they were coming more to justice. So instead of saying, I'm going to annihilate all of you, if you hurt me, I'm taking you out. Okay? In some ways, it really was a call to more justice and mercy. An evildoer would be punished, but not the evildoer's family or community. But here, Jesus says, we're going a step further, y'all. He says, y'all. It's really, if you look in the Greek, that's how it reads. I want you to know that. He says, y'all, I'm going to tell you this right now. You've heard it said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. I'm here to tell you this. Not only are we not about revenge, we will respond to people who put upon us with radical acts of love and mercy. Do not resist an evildoer. But if someone strikes you on the right, give them your left. If anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, then give them your cloak. Give them whatever they need. If anyone forces you to go one mile, offer to go the second. All three of those assume you're in relationships with someone who has power over you. Someone who can strike you. Someone who can force you by conscription to go one mile against your will. And then the second two in this passage talk about people you have power over. Give to everyone who begs from you. And do not refuse the borrower. In all of these verses, Jesus is saying to us, we are going to change the world with radical acts of love. Because in the human world, if you want justice, eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth work. But in the kingdom of God, I'm not about keeping you in line with each other. I'm inviting you into a new way to live. In the kingdom of God, we will change lives with radical acts of love. Beyond the imagination of what makes sense, because it doesn't make sense from a worldly point of view, but it is perfectly in line with how God works. Think about it. God of the cosmos did not come here to say, y'all deserve my love. God of the cosmos came into human form, looked a lot like Lucy, and said, I'm going to become vulnerable to you. I'm going to surrender myself to you. I'm going to put up with the injury that will come my way. So great is my love for you. And the only ones who know that, 
are those in this world who radically love another person. Are there people for whom you would willingly take their burden if you could? Loved ones, friends, parents, children, others. If only I were the one who had the challenges they have. If I were the one who could carry the disease. If I were the one who were to put up with the abuse. Let it be me, Lord. Have you ever prayed that? It's an act of radical love, and it's the way in which God works. And so it's logical that God would say, if there's someone who's so broken in the world they have to hit you, let them hit you on the other side. Man, if someone needs your coat, seriously, get them a wardrobe. Now, this passage... Some are anxious about, some want to stay away from, because it seems like we're asking to become the world's victims. We don't want to teach our children this passage because we don't want our children to become victimized by a ruthless world. And we don't. But this is not about becoming victims. It's about becoming transformers of relationships and of the world. It's about saying, you know, no matter how big you are, Sooner or later, you're going to come against somebody who's bigger than you. I mean, you can, you know, there was a long time in my life, I wasn't worried about who hit me on the right, because I could jack him on the left. That day's gone. And we all become vulnerable. And we know, we know this, we've seen it. We've been alive, some of us, long enough to witness it when acts of radical, willing, civil disobedience to kneel at the foot of the people who are beating you have changed the culture. Do you remember? Jesus is inviting us to change the world with radical acts of love, acts of mercy, So we aren't teaching our children to become victims. We are inviting them instead to come in and ask you to take a sack, and when you go to Kroger or Neiman's or Myers or cover the rest of the stores I gotta cover, be willing to add one sack next to your sack because somebody in the world is hungry. We teach our children that. Because that's what Jesus would invite us to do. And, we are teaching our children, we are teaching ourselves. we are seeking to be a community that is clothed in mercy and knows it and thereby acts with mercy. Do you know how mercifully you are being treated by God? Do you have a sense of that? Do you have a sense that every blessing that you received yesterday was the willing act of God? That nobody here got up yesterday morning with the right to say, Lord, you owe me. And the Lord wasn't looking for those whom he owed. The Lord was looking for those whom he could love radically, and you are them, which is why you're here today, to say thanks. And to be changed, that we would be the ones to go out and show love in that radical manner. 
to be clothed in mercy. Now, I was taking a look at the word mercy this past week. And in the Greek, I love the word. I want to teach it to you. In the Greek, the transliteration of the word sounds like this. L-A-A-O. L-A-A-O. I'd like you to say that with me. L-A-A-O. L-A-A-O. Say it again. L-A-A-O means mercy. The way in which Christ talks about it, giving it freely. And here's the definition after a lot of research that I came across what I love this definition of what mercy means. So much of the dictionary, I love how it says, to be merciful is to show mercy. What is mercy? To show mercifulness. (laughs) Sounds like a Rick Dake sermon. (laughs) So I decided to figure out what it really meant. And here's the definition I love the most. Mercy, get this, a love that responds to human need in unexpected and unmerited ways. Mercy is a love that responds to human need in unexpected and unmerited ways. If you want to write that down, I think it's worth your while doing so. Love is a response to human need in unexpected and unmerited ways. Because that's how Christ treats us. So before the morning began, I was already clothed in mercy. Because God's love is just pouring upon me and you and everyone, even those who want to strike me on the cheek. And because of that, my call is to respond to human need in unexpected and unmerited ways. So we do take a sack and bring it back, not because we're good people or it's the right thing to do. We do so because we are responding to human need. No one's asking you in the culture to think you have to be the people to buy an extra sack of groceries at Kroger. Do you see other people naturally doing that? No. But you do it and I do it because we know we are recipients of clothing of mercy. We are loved in unexpected and unmerited ways, and that's how we're going to respond to people who are hungry. Next Saturday, we're going up to Flint with sleeping bags and coats and scarves and hats And there's a whole trailer out there already packed with those kinds of items. Why would people from Clarkston take a Saturday morning in November and take up a load of sleeping bags and coats and hats and boots to take it to Flint of all places? It's not even Oakland County. To people we otherwise don't have to meet. Because we are clothed with mercy. And because they, too, are children of God. So we will respond to their need, L-A-A-O, with acts of mercy. Just because it's what we do in the kingdom. Because we're kingdom people. This building, this ministry... 
Some folks are beginning to catch on in the community. They didn't build it for them. I can't tell you about the exciting conversations I've had with, I can't tell you about all the conversations I've had with people in the community who are just a little stunned when they walk into this room and they realize it's not ours, it's ours. And we're going to find ways to give it away, to share it, not as a rental property for the community, no, but as a place where people can come in and have moments that expose them to LAO, radical mercy. That's why this is here. That's why we're doing this. And so next Saturday at 9 o'clock, the first thing I want to invite you to do is this. If you'd like to practice LAO, 9 o'clock, Saturday morning, we're going to gather here. We're going to go up to Flint with all these goodies, and we're not going to drop them off and come back to Clarkson as fast as we can. We're going to hang out with some folks in Flint we otherwise don't get a chance to meet. We're going to make friends that otherwise we will never stop to visit with. We're not going to just give them sleeping bags and hats and gloves and scarves and boots. We're going to give them our lives and the love of Christ, not arrogantly but humbly because that's how it was given to us. If you want to come join with us, we'd love to have you. We should be back at one, around 1 o'clock. That's the first thing you can do if you'd like to live LAO this week. We brought in food for the food pantry in these bags. And you can bring more in next week. And guess what? If you brought a bag in this week, no one will think you're odd if you bring in another bag next week. Because next week, there'll still be hungry families. In fact, no one will think you're odd, or even if they do, who cares if you bring in a sack every week? Because you eat, why shouldn't they? Aleo. Mercy. This week, I'm sorry, Lucy. This week, Lucy's not bothering us, honey. If she's not bothering us, she's fine. This week, I'm going to give you a third way to practice LAO. Do you have somebody in your life who has authority or control over you? A boss? A bully? Somebody? who has authority over you and who has need. And maybe they demonstrate it by the way in which they do not treat you particularly well. LAO, respond to them with love. Do you have somebody in your life whom you have charge over? You're responsible for. Someone who has need and you could just as easily walk by. LAO, show them the love of Christ within you in unexpected and unmerited ways. Why? Because that's what Jesus Christ gave you. Because that's what we're willing to give to each other. 
And because Jesus said, this is the way you start establishing the kingdom of God on earth. We will act with acts of mercy, clothed with mercy, because LAO, God has asked us to be those who share the mercy we have first received. Thanks be to God for lives changed this week as our lives have been changed by the one who has called us. Would you join with me in prayer? Gracious and loving God, we ask you to bless these items that we bring, food and clothing and sleeping bags, our lives, our hearts, our needs, our frustrations, our relationships, our hopes, and our dreams, and all of them we ask to be clothed with mercy. Help us as a default this week to sing Eleo when we begin to relate to the others around us, to remind ourselves of how we are first blessed with mercy, Eleo and how we will share mercy with others. L-A-O and amen.